right, if you think the recent Obama-directed film exclusively on Netflix called Leave the World Behind was predictive programming at its finest, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait until April 2024. Let's talk about it today. The following program is brought to you by friends and partners of End Time Headlines. All right, guys, it is Friday, December the 22nd. We are heading into Christmas weekend, literally days away until Christmas. And we want to welcome you to tonight's program. Listen, if you guys are joining us here from Facebook, coming over, uh, merging over from Facebook here onto our YouTube family here in the chat group, we want to welcome you. We want to welcome our Rumble audience. We want to welcome you on Apple. and We want to welcome you on Spotify tonight or wherever you guys are joining us from, whatever platform, maybe live or by the rebroadcast. If you are new to the broadcast, first time joining us uh, coming over here, please let us know in the comment section below that you are new. We would love to welcome you tonight. Uh, and again, we welcome you to the family here of End Time Headlines. I am your host, founder, and pastor, and voice of End Time Headlines, Ricky Scaparo. Uh, and again, guys, I want to, before we get started tonight, of course, hit that like button, hit that share button, hit that bell notification. This is going to, not only is it going to keep you informed and keep you up to date what we're doing, but it's going to push our material out on these uh, on these platforms. And of course, above all that, please download our free app. Uh, this is how you're going to keep up with our ministry. Again, do not rely on social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, uh, <clears throat> Twitter, any of these. Don't rely on them alone. It's we, we welcome you to follow us there, but download our free app. It's available on Apple and Android. Once you do it, guys, do me a favor. Hit yes to push notifications. And then this way, you're going to be good to go with every headline and every podcast when it's readily available. So tonight... As you've heard from the introduction of this, many of you guys are probably well aware of or familiar with the recent uh, Netflix exclusive called Leave the World Behind. Uh, this was a, uh, a this is basically an apocalyptic thriller based on a scenario in which America would undergo a terrorist attack from a coalition of nations uh, not one nation, but multiple nations, and they carry it out by taking America down through a series of cyber attacks and even detonating multiple EMP attacks on America. Of course, this has gained and garnished a lot of uh, attraction and controversy center, centered around this, but, uh, mainly because of who helped directed it, which was former President Barack Obama or actually the Obamas itself, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. And again, the, uh, many are viewing this as predictive programming at its finest. So I want to encourage you, um, I, I will warn you guys, this film is loaded with F-bombs. I mean, there is so many F-bombs in this film. Um, if you want to watch this, I would highly suggest that you go and uh, even if you had to subscribe for one month, go out there and get uh, Video Angel or Vid Angel, 
And you can watch that from there and then you can filter out all the language because other than the language, it doesn't really have anything else in it uh, other than propaganda uh, and stuff like that in it. But as far as uh, sexual content, nudity, and it doesn't have any of that, it just has a lot of F-bombs and that's an understatement. So again, but don't miss the point. This movie is loaded with predictive programming. Now, why do I say that? Because again, we know that the the Department of Homeland Security, the FBI, the CIA, they have all been warning, not once, not twice, but on multiple occasions over the past several months, they have been warning us that uh, of these type of scenarios. Again, talking of cyber attacks, we know we've talked about this on multiple programs here <clears throat> on our podcast. Here on In Time Headlines, we've talked about how our water infrastructure has been attacked by Iran on, in several states. The, the, our water infrastructure has come under attack. Uh, the electrical uh, infrastructure. Remember all those quote unquote lone wolf attacks that were carried out against those power substations that over the last summer. Uh, they were shooting at them and it was across multiple states and they try to link it to lone wolf terrorism or white supremacy or whatever the narrative is that they were pushing at that time. Then we've been warned multiple times on multiple occasions about China and how China is not a matter of if but when they're going to try to carry out a full attack against America and try to bring America to her knees and bring her down. And it won't just be from China alone. It will be a red dawn scenario in which China will team up with the likes of probably Iran and Russia and probably North Korea, which again, all of these nations are not our friends they are enemies of the united states of america so when when we have this type of stuff coming out and put it on the forefront um it's amazing to me how the the mainstream publications want to try to label us when i say us the watchmen uh those who are keeping an eye on things who are paying attention to what's going on they want to label us as conspiracy theorists. For example, let me pull up. I want to pull up this article. This is from Forbes. Uh, and again, this is explaining the movie. And I'm going to read a little bit of this and you'll see what I'm talking about here. Leave the world behind. Netflix's newest disaster thriller, Taking Viewers by Storm, is currently the number one film on the streaming platform. Starring Julia Roberts. Mahershala Ali and Ethan Hawke. The movie also has a unique connection to the Obamas. Look, look at this and quote, there is no conspiracy theory. So they right off the bat, they're shooting it down. Don't even think about insinuating that there's a conspiracy around it, that there is something beyond that. It's just a thriller. It's just for your entertainment. Based on the Ruman Alam's 2020 novel of the same name, the sci-fi adaption is directed by Mr. Robot creator Sam Ismail. Although the director made a few changes from the novel, particularly with the film's ambiguous ending, the plot remains largely the same, which is two families that must rely on each other for survival. Without giving away spoilers, the film follows... Uh, again, Amanda Sanford, who's played by Julia Roberts, and her husband, Clay, who is Ethan Hawke, and their two children, who is Rose and Archie, who go on a beach getaway at a luxurious rental home on Long Island. The homeowners, 
Uh, the homeowner, who is G.H. Scott and his daughter Ruth, unexpectedly returned to the house after a blackout in the city. The two families then find themselves together as apocalyptic chaos erupts around them, including plane crashes, cyber attacks, and herds of very creepy deer. And again, and I don't want to ruin the whole movie for you if you want to check it out, but the reason why that is, it's, it's it, these are directed EMP attacks against America, again, through cyber attacks as well. When you scroll down on, on this article, again, this is written by Forbes. I want to read this. The director acknowledged that he saw the conspiracy theories on the Internet about the Obama's involvement, but quickly, quote, debunked them by stating that the president's input came after the story script was formulated. Quote, I think this uh, I think the silly thing about the whole thing is President Obama really came on a couple of months before we started shooting. So the script had basically been written and done. He continued. Quote, he obviously gave notes on the script, but the bones of the story and the sequences were already written. I would say just, uh, I would just say that pretty wrong. uh, Let me back up. I would just say they're pretty wrong in terms of his signaling. It had nothing to do with that. So look, you can believe what you want here, but I believe timing is impeccable with these films, guys. I don't... I don't have time. We talked about this with Larry Raglan on the program. We talked about predictive programming. Let me give you a definition of what predictive programming is. I like what the definition that one user wrote here is Bertus Dockery. Listen to what he says here. Predictive programming is a theory that the government or higher ups are using fictional movies or books as a mass mind control tool to make the population more accepting of planned future events. This was first described and proposed by researcher Alan Watt, who defines predictive programming as, quote, predictive programming is a subtle form of psychological conditioning provided by the media to acquaint the public with planned societal changes to be implemented by our leaders. If and when these changes are put through, the public will already be familiarized with them and will accept them as natural progressions, thus lessening possible public resistance and commotion. Then it was popularized by Alex Jones and David Ick, who the most notable cases of predictive programming are examples found in The Simpsons, The Dark Knight Rises, The Hunger Games, and the oldest being from Fertility. Information can be found on blog posts, and many conspiracy theorists have either made videos on it or have spoken on the subject. I mean, honestly, guys, that's pretty much in a nutshell. He pretty much nailed it right there. And and again, the mainstream media will have a heyday with that. And they will have a field day with labeling people conspiracy theorists who even uh, who even entertain the notion that the government would ever do such a thing. I mean, it's not like any government has possessions of mind-altering or mind-controlling weapons or instruments or... Uh, or devices uh, that can even produce what we would call, um, or what many would call MK Ultra. I mean, it's not like no government has that. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. What's this? Oh, China has mind control weapons and is not afraid to use them, warns the U.S. government. Look at this article. According to a report, China is allegedly in possession of some highly dangerous brain control weaponry that has left United States officials quaking in their boots. Again, this is a direct quote from the Daily Star UK. 
The U.S. Commerce Department has blacklisted 33 organizations from China, including the Academy of Military Medical Sciences, for allegedly threatening U.S. national security. The government department claimed that AMMS and its 11 research institutes use biotechnology processes to support Chinese military end users and end users to include per- perpetrated brain control weaponry. It said that this brain control weaponry was contrary to U.S. national security interests, but did not provide any details about what the, quote, so-called mind control weapons can do or how they are being used. Now, this is just laughable, guys, because if, if you if you if you guys know your stuff, you already know that the CIA was it is not a conspiracy theory. The CIA had possession of what was called Project MK Ultra. This was an illegal human experimentation program designed and undertaken by the U.S. Central Intelligence Agency agency, and intended to develop procedures and identify drugs that could be used during interrogations to weaken people and force confessions through, and I quote, brainwashing and psychological torture. Again, this is from Wikipedia, and this began in 1953 and was halted in 1973. But was it? Again, for the U.S. to come out and make this statement about China and completely having a double standard and ignoring the fact that they have in their possession these exact same weapons is just laughable. All right, so we've got this movie that's already out. It's already circulated. It's huge. It's number one. It's it's trending on Netflix. But did you know that next year in, in April of 2024, there is yet another movie that's coming out. It's being released at the time of this is unbelievable. And we're going to show you all that today in today's program. But even the premise of this movie, the entire um, narrative of this movie, the what it's about, what it represents is chilling. And again, here we are with yet another predictive programming at its finest. Look, let's check this out. Dr. Davis Hanson is with us, senior fellow at the Hoover Institute and author of the book, The End of Everything. How wars descend into annihilation. It's good to see you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what do you? Let's zoom out, and we we saw a little bit of the trailer. I'd encourage everybody to go watch the whole thing uh, after the after the show, of course. But I think about watching an alien movie. You can kind of watch and laugh and think it's kind of interesting or fun, but it's so absurd, it's not going to happen. So you can kind of involve yourself in the story. And then I watched this trailer, and it made me oddly uncomfortable because it was just seemed a little too possible. Yeah, I think it's not just that we're ideologically opposed. We've been that way for three centuries, but there's a couple of new developments. We're having a sort of a pre-Civil War geographical force multiplier. We have this red-blue state now, and people are leaving in droves to red states and the blue state paradigm in the big cities is not working but we're we're becoming geographically defined as well as ideologically so a person in texas or alabama or wyoming uh is not just i guess more conservative but they feel that their state is more conducive to their style their culture everything about it and that was true of the civil war when you had north south the other thing i think is the left has substituted class as their former barometer of oppression or victimization, then they've substituted race because it's immutable. Look at this headline, guys. You can't make this stuff up. 
By the way, you guys are listening by Apple and by Spotify. I realize you can't see what we're looking at, but they're they're talking about they're doing a they're a talking piece from News Nation about a new um, film that's going to be coming out and hitting theaters in April of 2024, and it's called Civil War. Now, again, and I realize those that are listening by audio cannot see this, but on the title here, on the ticker, the the headline coming up here. This is what it says here. This is not my words here. Is Civil War, talking about the movie, a sign of things to come? Um, That would be predictive programming. That would be a harbinger. That would be a warning. And guys, it's interesting. I didn't even plan this, but it's like we did an entire series this week on all these warnings going out to America. We we did a program. I'm going to pull away from this and we'll come back to it in just a second. I just want to talk to you for a second and we'll come back to this. We did uh we talked about John Kirkpatrick's uh message that he gave as a warning to America. We coupled that with Perry Stone's warning to America. We talked about uh, how America's not there's not a judgment coming to America, but judgment is here in America. We're seeing the downfall of America as an empire. They're following in the footsteps of ancient Rome, the ancient Roman Empire. We're seeing the debauchery, the abomination, the sodomy, the the all the things that was present in Sodom and Gomorrah in the days of Lot. We're seeing that even in the days of Noah, Luke 17, we're seeing all this repeated in our lifetime and 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 especially here in America. America is just spiraling out of control and it's and it's anyone who has discernment can see that the judgment of god is upon america so when you see these movies that you know they want to they want to blast us if we even insinuate that it could be a prelude to what's coming in 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 talks of cyber attacks emp attacks invasions and here we have again another movie coming out in 2024 consequently called civil war based on another civil war in our lifetime. And, and here you have, you have these pundits talking about how they could clearly see this coming. So let's go back to this. Let's listen to this barometer of oppression or victimization. And they've substituted race because it's immutable. You can be LeBron James or you can be Oprah Winfrey and you can be a victim. And so we are retribalizing in this country where a person's first allegiance is to the, his superficial appearance, which used to be incidental, not essential to who we are. But we're all branding ourselves uh, as in a geographical sense and in a racial or tribal sense. And, and all of these work to pull apart the unification of the central, and the center's not holding, and it's getting worse and worse. So you can see there's already this environment that is here, that is present, that it's almost like civil war is in the air. Look at this. I'm going to show you this piece from The Guardian. Look at this headline. Quote, the next U.S. civil war is already here. We just refuse to see it. Let me read this. The right has recognized that the system is in collapse and it has a plan. Violence and solidarity with treasonous far-right factions. Gee, this is not a a liberal left-leaning article, is it? Nobody wants what's coming, so nobody wants to see what's coming. Quote, on the eve of the first civil war, the most intelligent, the most informed, the most dedicated people in the U.S. could not see it coming. Even when Confederate soldiers began the bombardment of Fort Sumter, nobody believed that the conflict was inevitable. 
The North was so impressed for the war they had no weapons. In Washington, in the winter of 1861, Henry Adams, the grandson of John Quincy Adams, declared that, quote, not one man in America wanted the Civil War or expected or intended it. South Carolina Senator James Chestnut, who did more than most to bring on the advent of the catastrophe, promised to drink all the blood spilled in the entire conflict. The common wisdom at that time was what he would have to drink, not a thimble. Again, this is from The Guardian. I want to read this. The United States today is once again headed for civil war. And once again, it cannot be it cannot bear to face it. All right. So even Newsweek has jumped onto this. And I'm going to read this quote using the theory. Many have tied civil war to the new Netflix film, leave the world behind, which is partially produced by former president Barack Obama's higher ground and follows two families. Again, I don't want to reiterate that. We just did taking to X former, uh, formerly Twitter conservative political commentator, Jack Pasubiak. I, I don't know how you pronounce his name, shared the trailer, adding the caption quote, a new civil war movie is coming out ahead of 2024. This is predictive programming. So again, guys, we're not the only ones that's, that's seeing this. The user pointed out elements included in the civil war trailer before su- su- summarizing quote, this movie in combination with Obama's film, leave the world behind is not a coincidence. Is this a big red pill quote, or are they trying to instill fear into the hearts and minds of people? Quote, I don't know, but it appears Americans are being prepped for something big, all in caps, B-I-G, something big. Well, look, <clears throat> I time will tell, guys, but I'm going to show you something that I think is it's chilling, uh, that I'm going to show you a different angle than what these guys are showing you. The timing of this movie is very interesting to me. All right, as you can see here, this the release date of this movie is April 26th of next year. Somebody say April 26th. Now you say, well, why is that significant, Brother Ricky? Well, it's interesting because do you know that there is other events that are coinciding in the same exact month as this film is consequently being released? For example... The major solar eclipse, remember that? The great American eclipse, the, this next trajectory is going to form that X. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. We're going to recap you and refresh your mind on some stuff. That event's going to be taking place in April. It's going to happen on April 8th of 2024. But there's more. There's more events that's happening in April of next year. Now, we talked about this. On another program, but there is this, what's this called? This devil comet. This devil comet will bring its horns swooping by earth this summer. Let me say that again. This, they're, they're calling this a devil comet. This comet has uh, horns that is going to be coming through. And, but watch this. I want to show you this. When you scroll down here, look what it says here. This thing is called Comet 12-P Pons Brooks, named after the astronomers who found it. By the way, they just happen to stumble upon it. It will reach its closest orbit to the sun on April 21st of next year. Let me show you this. Do you know what falls on between April 22nd and and through the 30th of next year, Passover on the Jewish calendar. 
So let's recap this real quick. You've got this great solar eclipse. You've got this devil comet that is going to come to the closest to the sun on uh, in April. Then you have Passover that's going to be in April. And then now you have this new movie called Civil War that is going to happen to be released in the same month. Now, I want you to stop here. And because unless you've seen our video on this, this is not really significant to you. But let me show you some stuff. I'm going to bring up a video. We're going to bring up our podcast that we did uh, several weeks ago on this very topic. And we put all this together for you. Excuse me, guys. Let me let's go. And I'm going to revisit this. And then we're going to come back. And I'm going to talk about some more stuff about this uh, April time frame here. Let's let's watch this quote. The so-called devil comet was first discovered in 1812 before it was spotted again in 1883. Interesting. 1812 and 1883. Now, this is what captured my attention. I immediately began to do research. And listen, my 15-year-old son is a history buff. He absolutely loves history. I had him help me on some research. We started digging this thing. And this is really what set me on to this message to know that this is something I think that we need to be paying attention to. All right, so I want you to think about this. So here is yet another great and fearful sight from heaven. Good heavens, they're calling this thing a devil comet with horns and an ice volcano that was spotted uh, for the first time, but it's not the first time it's ever been in our uh, our solar system, but it's been traced back to 1812, 1883. Was, so I have to ask myself, is there something significant about those dates? Well, in fact, there was. Did you know that in the in 1812, there was what was called the Great War of 1812, which was fought by the United States, who was involved in a war with the United Kingdom, where in which there was limited participation by Spain. However, again, the U.S. declared war on June 18, 1812. Also, did you know that British troops in 1812 invaded Washington, D.C.? British troops occupied the Capitol and set fire to many federal buildings, including the White House. To me, this is absolutely intriguing. Now, something else also happened in the same time frame. And that was from December 16, 1811 through March 1812. There were over 2000 earthquakes in the central Midwest between 6000 and 10,000 earthquakes in one location of Missouri alone, where there is a major fault line called the New Madrid fault line. This was one of the largest seismic events that ever happened in America. Let me talk about how bad it was. According to eyewitness accounts that were eyewitness testimonies of these series of quakes between 1811 and 1812 on the New Madrid fault line. Let me read this quote. After supper, we went to sleep as usual around 10 o'clock 
And in the night, I was awakened by the most tremendous noise accompanied by an agitation of the boat so violent that it appeared in danger of upsetting. Now, when I, there's going to be certain words here. You got to remember this was written back in 1811, 1812. So I will try to use modern vernacular so it won't be as confusing. So you, you may see me pause and improvise here because some of this, again, some of the, the language, the terminology and the vocabulary that was used back then uh, may be a little strange to us here in 2023. So just keep that in mind. Quote, I could distinctly see the river as if it was agitated by a storm. And although the noise was inconceivably loud and terrific, or that would be terrifying. That's how we would identify that. I would consistently hear the crash of falling trees and the screaming of animals on the river, but found that the boat was still safe at her moorings. By the time we could get get out to our fire, which was on a large flag in the stern of the boat, the shock had ceased. But immediately the perpendicular banks, both above and below us, began to fall into the river in such vast masses as nearly to sink our boat by the swell they, that they caused. At daylight, we had counted 27 aftershocks. Here's, an, here's another account. This one is from uh, Eliza. Eliza, Eliza, I believe that's a Brian. This is from 1812. Uh, this account was given in a uh, territory of Missouri. Quote, on the 16th of December of 1811, about two o'clock in the morning, we were visited by a violent shock of an earthquake accompanied by a very awful noise resembling loud but distant thunder. Think about this, guys. They're describing an earthquake here, but more uh, it was, it sounded like distant thunder, but it was more hoarse and vibrating, which was followed in a few minutes by the complete saturation of the entire atmosphere with sulfurous vapor that, which caused total darkness to come upon the land. The screams of the inhabitants was running to and fro, not knowing where to go or what to do. The cries of the fowls and beasts of every species could be heard. The cracking of trees falling and the roaring of the Mississippi. By the way, the Mississippi River was was caused to run backward because of these series of earthquakes. This is incredible, guys. Again, the, so in 1811, 1812, you had this major war that involved America and you had a major natural disaster and earthquake destruct the new Madrid. Are you listening to me? But remember this comet was seen in the first in our galaxy in 18 or in our, should I say in our solar system in 1812, which again coincides with these two major events that directly impacted America. This is very important that you remember this, but then remember it surfaced back around in 1883. Well, you know what happened in 1883? In 1883, there was a uh, there was one of the p most powerful volcanic eruptions ever recorded. It was called the 1883 eruption of Krakatoa. This is a volcan volcanic island uh, in Indonesia. This volcanic eruption of Krakatoa 
which erupted at 10.02 a.m. local time, resulted in the destruction of 163 villages and destroyed 3,604, excuse me, 36,417 lives that were killed by a tsunami that was also generated from this eruption. Listen to this. This eruption had an explosive force of a 200 megaton megaton bomb killing more than 36,000 people and listen to this cooling the entire planet by an average of 0.6 degrees Celsius for months to come following the eruption. This eruption, according to research that we did, is also uh, it also produced the loudest sound in recorded history. When it exploded at 10.02 a.m. local time on August the 27th, 1883, the explosion was reportedly so loud that it was heard 3,000 miles away. Wow, guys, think about that. Where people describe the sound as cannon fire from a nearby ship. The explosion caused two-thirds of the island to collapse and form tsunami waves as high as 151 feet. It rocked ships as far away as South Africa. The awakening of Krakatoa in 1883 was one of the deadliest volcanic eruptions in modern history, and it was second only to the eruption of Tambora in 1815, which killed 60,000 people. Oh, and by the way, one thing that caught my attention was these two events also that that transpired the same time frame as that comet that was also in the heavens also transpired uh, at the same time this was going on. It rang, listen, the earthquake that hit the, the series of earthquakes that hit the New Madrid fault line, although the earthquake took place in the central Mississippi Valley, there was people that felt that earthquake as far away as New York City, Boston, Montreal, and Washington, D.C. president at that time, James Madison and his wife, Dolly, noted that they felt the earthquake as far away as as in, in at the White House and church bells even was rang in Boston from the earthquake. Whoa. So and then here you go. You have this volcanic eruption of Krakatoa that was so explosive that it was heard 3000 miles away Two disasters that transpired in the same time frame as this comet was seen over the heavens. And guys, we have only just began with what we want to share with you tonight. Again, I'm what I'm about to share with you, many of you guys already know, but this is for the sake of the new people here. Comets have always been viewed as harbingers for centuries and they and many times they have been preludes to major wars and disasters in the earth. All right, guys. So look, so here we have, you have comets, solar eclipses, and earthquakes and war. Let me say that again. Comets, earthquakes, solar eclipses, and wars that all, it seems to go hand in hand and coincide each other. And they're intertwined together in history. Here's what's interesting. Did you know that in 1861 and later in 1862, 
there was two comets that appeared during the war as it ended in 1865. Then there was what was known as the Great Comet. This was actually known as the War Comet by soldiers and civilians alike. The Civil War began in 1861 during the same time frame as these comets. The comet was most notable visibly in July of 1861 and disappeared in late summer again that is in the same time frame as a civil war beginning in 1861. You're not hearing me today. Are you kidding me? This comet is estimated to return in the 23rd century, adding to the rarity of the event. And by the way, some are saying that this comet could actually be that comet. Just as we pointed out, the last time that comet appeared was during when America was at war with Britain. There was a publication during that time called the Brooklyn Daily Eagle who actually wrote, quote, what does this comet mean? What? And it actually says, what means this visit, peace or war? Well, we know based on history, it meant war. In late July, when the comet disappeared, the first major battle of the Civil War occurred immediately following it. So there was one comet that came in. And it was at the beginning, initial stages of the war. And when it was going out, that's when the war began. But the second comet appeared in late July, nearly around the same time frame that the first comet disappeared the, the previous year. The second comet was widely superstitious among the population at that time because of the war that was taking place when it was visible. You can't make this stuff up, friend. Immediately following dissipation of the second comet, the Battle of Antietam commenced on September 17th, 1862. This battle remains the bloodiest day in U.S. history. Uh, let me say that one more time. I've got, I've got to reiterate that. <clears throat> following the immediate dissipation of this second comet, this battle occurred in September 17th, 1862, which was deemed the bloodiest day in the United States. In fact, it was so bloody that there was an estimated 20,000 soldiers killed, injured, or missing after only 12 hours of combat. So what do we do with all this information? We pray about this. We warn others. That's why I tell you, like this, share this, get the word out. The, guys, these are harbingers. They're warnings. They're signs from the sun, moon, and stars. I, I don't know how much more signs and warnings God can give us. He said there'd be, Luke 21 said there'd be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. And upon the earth, there would be perplexity. There would be perplexity with the waves and the seas, warnings, and men's hearts fell in them for the fear of the expectation of the things that are coming upon the earth. The reason why we put this stuff together like this, guys, is now you see the, uh, the urgency of why when I make a statement like what I say, when I say 2024 is going to be very tumultuous, it's going to be very treacherous, it's going to be a, a, a high time of danger, uh, we're, we're on high alert. 
And this is just echoing what the CIA says, the FBI, Homeland Security, the watchmen are saying this, the prophets are saying this, because there is too many things converging together for something not to take place. And I'm going to repeat what this guy said. Something big is coming. I I really believe that. Unless God's people intervene, unless they stand in the gap, unless there's a, a, a genuine move of repentance from God's people and from the, from the people of the nation, then I believe, guys, we are on the precipice of very treacherous and dangerous times. And this is why we continually emphasize getting your household ready physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially, everything you can do to prepare your household for what is coming in 2024. You've got to do that. And guys, we're going to, we're going to kick off 2024, right? We're going to do it right here on end time headlines on January 1st, the, on new year's day, we're kicking off a 21 days of prayer and fasting. We we've, we've sent the call out. We're asking for as many as if, if you would, would love to join us. We are going to, we're going to pray about all kinds of things. I don't want to, we don't have time to get in that today. We're going to do a whole series on prayer and fasting. We're going to answer many of your questions. We're going to do live prayer segments. That's why I've been pulling people from Facebook. We don't stream on Facebook anymore. We want all of our family. If you're listening by rumble, please. I know you don't like YouTube. You don't like, you know, some of the things they've done in the past, but right now this is our largest place that we can gather together as an ecclesia, as a family. So I want to encourage you, especially in the month in the first two weeks of January, come over here to YouTube because we're going to be doing some live prayer sessions and we're going to pray over needs. We're going to pray over, over people's greatest needs. And, and we're going to believe God for miracles and breakthroughs and healings and deliverances and salvations and restorations and reconciliations and, and prodigal sons and daughters. And we're going to begin to believe for all kinds of things together as a corporate body and a corporate fast of 21 days of prayer and fasting. So we're going to start this thing out right um, and again, if you've never fasted before, we've got you covered. We're going to talk about this, what you can do, how you can do it, how you can start out the baby steps. We're going to cover all of that. Not now, but we will probably, we're going to start talking about this next week. So get ready for next week. We're going to start, we're going to go ahead and get your toes wet and we're going to get you in. And eventually, hopefully we can get you into the deep waters of prayer and fasting to prepare us for the year of 2024, because God knows we need to be rooted and grounded in him. And listen, I want to leave you with Luke 21, 28. Jesus said, when you begin to see all these things coming to pass, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Listen, we get labeled as fear mongers and hyperbolists and alarmists all the time, but those who have discernment of the times and seasons in which we're in, you guys know that we are sounding the alarm, blowing the trumpet. We're, 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 We're in our positions to warn the people of what's coming. We are not bringing gloom and doom, my friend. We are bringing a redemptive hope. We're warning you of things to come, but we're giving you the redemptive hope, and that is to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Because look, come what may, 
Will there be a civil war? Will there be a cyber attack? Will there be an EMP? Will there be a full invasion by foreign nations coming into our America and America can go into captivity and be brought down and brought to nothing? Is America mystery Babylon? There are so many questions out there. And we could stay up all night in fear. We could stay up all night in paranoia and anxiety and worry and not get any sleep, not get any rest and drive ourselves crazy. Or... Or we can take the advice of Jesus when he said, when you begin to see all these things coming to pass, don't get, don't fret, don't worry, don't get anxiety, don't get fearful. He said, keep your head lifted high because your redemption is drawing near. The the eastern sky is about to split. The trumpet's about to sound. Christ is coming back. I don't know when. I don't know the day nor the hour. The angels in heaven don't know. Jesus doesn't know. You don't know. But the Father only, He knows. We don't know the day nor the hour, but we know the times and the seasons. Jesus said, look and behold the fig tree, which is Jerusalem. When you see its leaves begin to blossom, begin to ripen. You know that summer is near. Friends, look at the news. Jerusalem, Israel has been on the forefront and they've been on there for weeks now. We, I'm telling you, we are in biblical times. It is, it's not time to bury your head. It's time to get the word out. So I want to encourage you. I want to implore you today. Take words like this. Take these messages. Find your neighbors. Find your friends. Find your coworkers. Find your family members. Invite them in. Share this with them because they're getting the news and headlines from a prophetic perspective. Meaning, as the old timers used to say, there'd come a time. <clears throat> excuse me. There'd come a time. I promise you, I'm not going through puberty, guys. I'm getting over a head cold. It's just kind of lingering. There would come a time when you could take a newspaper and take the Bible and you could put them together and the Bible would be coming alive through the pages of the headlines of the newspaper. We're in 2023 going on 2024. Most people don't read newspapers anymore unless you're just old school. So you've got your phone, you got your tablets, you got your news. Take your Bible, put it, open it up and you're going to see the headlines reflect the prophecies of the men of God who has foretold the events in which we're seeing in our lifetime. So listen, intimeheadlines.org, intimeheadlines.com. Guys, please, again, don't forget to bookmark our site, download our free app available on Apple and Android devices. Hit yes to push notifications. You're going to be good to go. As always, guys, thank you so much for coming on onto the program tonight. Again, we want to encourage you, if you've not prayed about becoming a monthly partner, you can do that today. It's easy to do. You can either give electronically. I'm going to pull this up on the screen so you can see this. You can give electronically through the app right there on the screen, or you can give by check or money order. And if you give by check or money order, if you're listening by Apple or by Spotify, you can make it out to End Time Headlines P.O. Box 1391, that's going to be Monroe, Georgia, 30655. That's where you can make out your check or your money orders. Again, we love you guys, and we appreciate your partnership and support of our ministry. Guys, listen, we're going to sign off tonight. Again, many of you guys know this, some of you don't know, but typically we take off on the weekends, but being it's Christmas weekend, we're going to come back on here on Sunday night. 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday night, Christmas Eve. And I've got a about a 30-minute real quick message of encouragement and equipping. 
I want to bring to you on on Christmas Eve night. So don't forget to, to tune in for that. We'll we'll send that uh, no, uh, that flyer out and stuff on Facebook and here on YouTube and all that stuff so you guys remember that. So we're going to sign off for tonight until we see you guys on Sunday night. If we don't see you on Sunday night, we'll see you on Tuesday night because we'll be off Monday. So until then, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and may his countenance shine upon you. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the End Time Headlines podcast. We pray that you've been blessed and equipped by today's message. For more information about how you can help partner with our ministry, please visit endtimeheadlines.org.